Welcome to the podcast that combines the mystical and the practical to help you navigate divine harmony from within. Hi, I'm April, a holistic lifestyle coach, energy healer, and intuitive with over 20 years experience in the male-dominated tech world. I'm Nikki, an intuitive and energy healer with extensive experience exploring the multi-dimensional realm. And I'm Angela, a human design analyst, lover of the cosmos, and self-proclaimed self-help junkie. And together we are Celestial Celestial Compass. Compass. Now let's dive in. Hello, welcome to Celestial Compass. Hi. So we're back. We were actually chatting before we recorded and then I was like, wait, stop. We must record this information. (laughs) Because we were going to talk about a different subject, but now we're going to talk about this. So um, I... In the intro, it says, I am a self-proclaimed self-help junkie, and I love all things self-help. I love digging into it. I love learning about myself. I love the human psyche. And something that was brought to my attention by a good friend is that I'm always looking, and they're worried that I am going to get myself in trouble because I'm constantly looking for this magic thing that identifies my purpose and then I'm just gonna I just go down all these rabbit holes and that I'm just so focused on finding the thing that I'm missing all the other parts and then he said you might he didn't want you to join a cult yeah I, yeah and I, it was implied that I, that I may join a cult maybe I'll start one I, I, hey man I joke around that Ezra's gonna be a cult leader but you know maybe I'll join his cult yeah. So we started talking, and what did you say, Nicole? I said that I feel intuitively your there is no it for you. Your it is ever evolving and ever changing. Your it is in the moment and at that place and that time. One day, it's this; the next day, it's something else. So, because you are a constant in a constant state of learning and studying and trying to find it, mm-hmm. it's allowing you to be very interchangeable and very expansive with all different aspects of the metaphysical world. So Mm -hmm. one day it might be human design, one day it might be astrology, or one day it might be tarot cards, or one day it might be doing the podcast. It's just just changing and it'll evolve and change. And there won't be any one thing like for April and I, it's been Reiki Masters, or, you know, April has other things as well, but, you know, like... Yours is very expansive, Mm -hmm. is what's coming to me right now. So don't stop studying, but don't try, don't get stuck on you needing to be one thing. Yeah. And for me, I think that you're learning all of these things and you're struggling with where does it all converge into what you're going to do. Yes. But I think you're already doing what you're going to do. That's what I think too. I keep trying to tell myself that. And what Nikki's saying is true. It's just going to expand. Yeah. Yeah, you're there. You, yes. You can, you know, I joke that sometimes they should have videos so y'all can see me make faces like <laughs> Angela. But, but if you could see her face when she talks about the astrology and the human design, you would see she's right where she's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take off. I told you before you quit your job that something's waiting for you on the other side. Yeah. 
now we just have to see what that something is. Oh man, it's so freaking hard. I just want to know it. I've searched my whole life for the it. <laughs> but, but like, I want to be like Nikki. Not that I, not that we should compare ourselves to people because we should not. But you've known what you wanted to do since you were very young, which I feel like is very rare. I have. Doesn't mean I did it straight away. It means I had a direction and a focus. Yeah. And it was given to me intuitively at 18. But Nikki was raised to believe in what she can do. True. I was. Whereas it it was, you know, ingrained in me. It it was in my home, but it didn't talk about it outside Mm -hmm. my home. And so you had to go, I had to go learn to be comfortable talking about it outside. And And you you, also grew up in a very religious. Right. And and you had the same thing. Mm -hmm. So we probably got that download as a kid and we just don't remember it because the world told us that this is evil. Right. And the church gave you very mixed signals, April. Yes. So you had to come to terms with that inside of yourself, which was challenging. And sometimes I feel like when we're fighting our insides with our outsides, that it takes longer to get there. That's why it's taken me until I get to 50. Yeah. Whatever that six is. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to the top of my heel. You're going to get on your mountain, girl. <laughs> but it's taken a long time because I haven't yeah. known what I... I still don't know what I want to do. I know it involves llamas and goats and animals. Yeah. And coaching and Reiki and yoga. I know that. But how? How does it all come together? But hmm. you're okay. You're also okay with not knowing, right? How it all comes together. Yeah. You just trust. Most of the time. <laughs> not all the time. And that's what I'm saying for you, Angie. Oh, there's that damn word again. My word of the year, <laughs> trust. It comes up Man, all the time. Man, it is freaking smacking me up and down. <laughs> it's my abuser. Trust the universe. <laughs> Look, you, I've got a standard that could teach you to trust if you want to come use it and work your trust frustration. <laughs> because I'm sitting over the edge of a deck, scared of heights. That has no walls. Oh, no. Trying to sand on the outside oh, of the rail. There's a lot of trust mm. going on as I wrap my legs around the pole so I don't fall. <laughs> yeah, it's the trust part. And I keep, and I know I need to. It's just so freaking hard. Let go of the control. It's hard. It is so hard. Because the only thing we can actually control is ourself. Mm-hmm. We can't control the universe. We can't control people around us in our environment. We can only control the way we react to things. Right. So letting go, and I say letting, let go, let God. But let go, let the universe. Mm-hmm. Like, just. You know, I took a, a, a five-day master class a year or two ago about manifesting. Mm-hmm. And she said that you have to know exactly what you're trying to manifest but then you have to let go mm-hmm. of the how. Yeah. And, and it's the letting go of the how. The problem is that people decide, I want to make $200,000 salary a year, and they try to control how they get it instead of following the doors that open. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when I took that class, I said I was going to manifest um, certain numbers in my department and run my coaching business and weird things have happened 
But when I looked at those numbers the other day, because I have to give a monthly report, I'm almost there. Mm -hmm. And oddities happen to get me there. Mm -hmm. I I mean, they make sense when you look at them in the business world, but there were never anything that I could foresee. Yeah. They certainly weren't the how I expected. Now, the coaching business is not going as fast as I think it should. Hmm. But it's going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's moving in that direction. Yeah. So. Yeah. Letting go and trusting is one of the hardest things that we all have to do in our lives. Yeah, it's, it's not easy. Yeah, especially no. when it feels like... <laughs> Everything around you is falling apart. I just feel like I hate the feeling of limbo, and I feel like I've spent my whole life in limbo. Does it scare you? I just want an answer, I think, is the thing. So I've spent, you know, growing up, I spent most of my life in survival mode, like not knowing if I was going to have food tomorrow, not knowing if we were going to, if I was going to have electricity, not knowing, you know, I grew up in the hood, not knowing if I was going to die being shot, walking to school. Like, mm-hmm. I did not, I didn't know what tomorrow would bring. Mm-hmm. And so I never, ever focused past one day. Mm-hmm. And then I met Eric, who has a real job and supportive and, like, kind of saved me, I guess, is the right word for it. And then I'm like, oh, let's worry about the future. Then I worry so much about the future that I forget about the day, to, the, present. The, the present here and now. And so now I have a really hard time living in the moment and not worrying about what this moment's going to lead to for that moment to that moment. What and where is it going to end? I'm always worried about what's the end result. And that's what. You but are you and worried? That's where are I need are to... you worried about the end result resulting in failure or success? Hmm. I think I've always had the mentality that I'm waiting for the shoe to drop, right? Like, oh, this is too good. I met Eric. So this you is have too a fear good. Of success. Right. Mm-hmm. So that so this so this so I've always had that fear. This is too good. Life's always been a struggle. This is way too easy. I rem- I remember when Eric asked me to move in with him and I was like, but what if it doesn't work out? He's like, well, then we just figure it out. You move into the spare bedroom until you find your place to until you find a place to live. Like, no big deal. And I was like, no. What if the what if this ends? You know, we don't ever argue. We get along really well. We have you know similar values. It's this is too fucking good to be true, right? I was always waiting for the shoe to drop. Everything in my life, but that's like a prime example. And now I've gotten comfortable where there hasn't been any shoes dropping that I'm like, okay, now the shoe's going to drop because I've gone a while without the shoe dropping. So yeah, I think it is the fear of success because I don't know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to live in scarcity and so, low. So it's like, how do you... But a lot of people are afraid to fail because they've never been there. Yeah. But... Some people are afraid to succeed because they've never been there. Mm-hmm. But either way, the fear stops you in your tracks. Yeah, it's definitely fear-based for sure. So you need to step into that fear and embrace it. That's why I keep doing. Good. Keep but it's terrifying. It. <laughs> I know. But it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to be afraid. Use that fear energy to motivate you for to propel you yeah because eventually you'll start to have the successes 
you have a lot of success. We you can do. see it. Right. But eventually you're going to start to see the successes as successes that don't need a shoe to drop. Mm. And I will never forget, I had a coach um, at a CrossFit gym. I, I was jacking up my workout. I was mad. I was quitting. I was not doing this. And I just went outside. And he followed me outside. And we sat down. And he said, why are you so afraid to succeed? Mm. I was like, nobody's afraid to succeed. Everybody's afraid to fear, fear, uh, fail. And he was like, no, you are afraid to succeed. And it was the very first time I ever had been told I was afraid to succeed. Mm. Because I lived in a scarcity mindset my whole life, too. Mm-hmm. That she was always going to drop. And he, he opened a door that day. Because a lot of successful people aren't afraid to fail. They're afraid to succeed. Mm-hmm. And once you move past it, then the success start coming. So he and I worked together to start to find the successes. Okay, so I, you know, met a PR on an overhead press. I don't need the shoe to drop. I met the PR, period. Mm. And I learned how to find a success, period. And it was hard because I didn't see those little things as successes. Mm -hmm. But every time I had one, he showed it to me. And then all of a sudden, one day, I started succeeding in everything that I was doing. Yeah. Mm. Now, when that started happening, let me ask, because this happens to me. When you start seeing those successes, do, do you ever feel yourself retract back into the fear? Like, okay, I did this, but it can't get better than that. Yes. Yeah. And you have to have those people that will push you. To step back out. Mm. And I was trying to get to a certain point. And it was to cross the finish line at a marathon ruck march in daylight. So I had committed my resources and my time for six months to get there. Mm -hmm. So I had to show up every day. Or my husband was going to be mad because I was spending quite a bit of money to get individualized coaching. Mm-hmm. And so every day I showed up and every day he pushed me harder. And every day I thought he was going to bring me to the brink of death. But every day I succeeded. And there were a couple of people in the gym that said, he knows what you're capable of, even if you don't. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I don't talk to him that often anymore, but if he had not had that conversation, if he had not brought all of that to light, I would have always been afraid of success. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Now, sometimes I'll I'll get up to something, I'm like, okay, so am I afraid because I might succeed or am I afraid I might fail? And now I have to ask myself that question. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just, one gets comfortable in that fight and flight response when you're living it for such a long time. It's true. That when you're not in that, you're like, something is wrong. Mm -hmm. You're not doing something right. Yes. And I went, so when I got diagnosed with my anxiety, it was just generalized anxiety disorder. Mm -hmm. He said, you have lived in fight or flight for so long that you don't know what normal is. Mm -hmm. I agree with that statement for me, too. <laughs> and 
And so, you know, a lot of people think you either do coaching or you do counseling because they say that counseling is from, um, look, I'm going to lose my train of thought. <laughs> That's okay. Edit it out. Um, from dysfunction to function. Okay. So counseling is dysfunction to functional. And then coaching is functional to thriving. Mm. But I, in most areas of life, I was already very functional. It may be even thriving. But when it came to anxiety, I was not. Mm. And so I actually was seeing a coach and a counselor simultaneously because I had to learn how to meditate and mm. to calm down. And that's what she worked on me with as a coach. And then my counselor... We went through learning to live with an anxiety disorder and not allowing it to control me. Mm. At the same time, the CrossFit coach was teaching me how to succeed. Trying to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, but it was a really hard period because I had three people right. pushing me all towards the same goal that I didn't even know was the same goal. Right. Hmm. And then I, when he gave me the disorder, I was sitting on my bed pouting. Because, you know, I didn't want to have an anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. And my, my kid comes in and he goes, so, are you going to let it define you? Oh, using your own words against you? Yes. <laughs> yes, DJ. Mm-hmm. It's like, you little shit. <laughs> then I had to get up and accept it because you can't say those words to your kids. Right. And then not do it. True. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so my kids are the very best about turning my words against me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny you did that. Very interesting. Hmm. Just wait, y'all. Y'all aren't quite there yet. Oh, Isaac does it to me all the time. Yeah, but when they get to be teenagers. Oh yeah, it's gonna be bad. Like I they think deliberately do it then. Mm-hmm. Like I was pissed about something. Oh, in Houston when we dropped Bruno off at the doggy daycare, and then he wouldn't go in the kennel, and so they told us we had to go pick him up. I was like yelling and hitting the the steering wheel, and Ezra goes, "Calm down, mom. It's not that serious. Do breathing. It's not safe for you to drive. Pull over. It's okay. Aww. Breathe in." I was like, "Oh my god, he's using it. because I'm always telling him, calm down, just breathe. It's okay." <laughs> was Eric there? Yeah, and then Eric started to jump in to correct Ezra. I'm like, "No, he's right. He's right." So, anyways, it was just interesting. <laughs> Ah, well, I guess that that's confirmation we're doing something right with our kids, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so, um, you feel any better after talking to us about that? I don't know. It's a lot to contemplate. Mm. So, what she's going to do? She's going to go home and read all up on fear of success. I've had that feeling before. So, interestingly enough, um, in astrology, where your um. Venus is in your chart, in your natal chart, can tell you the best way to manifest. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. I and don't know what it means. So mine is in Pisces. My Venus is in Pisces. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so how you use Pisces, because it's a fi- it's a water energy, and how you do it is you're supposed to feel it, like what you want to manifest, feel it so much that it feels real, and then just let the universe deal with it. And go. I'm like, Let are you go. fucking kidding me? The two things that I struggle with the most, imagining and feeling something and not fucking controlling something. Okay, hold on. Let's talk Come about on. This. Let's talk about this Venus. 
Look, look, I don't even know what Jesus. I, I can't tell you what signs are water, air, any of that. And then they say fixed and cardinal and mutable. And I don't know what any of that means either. <laughs> if you don't put it in the caption, hashtag Libra, hashtag Scorpio, I don't know. Neither do I. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I have always hated hashtags. But getting down these TikTok rabbit holes, I need hashtags, dude. Hashtag fixed, hashtag whatever. And then I can tell. <laughs> I don't even read the hashtags half the time. So, and then working with Sonia has been interesting because yeah. I'm like, she suggested to me just put out what you want because I know what I want. Like, uh-huh. I love this. Po- the podcast brings me joy. Uh-huh. All I want to do is talk about my life experiences uh-huh. and share my information. For people to learn from. That's all I really want to do in life. And I like to research people's questions. Like whenever it's like, oh, why is this? Why am I feeling this way? Okay, let's look at your human design chart. And let's look at your astrology chart. And let's put these pieces together. So and so you, you like that. But I feel like I'm bothering you when I I love it. It brings me so much joy to mm-hmm. research it. Like, I love it. And we need listeners' questions too. Yeah. So you can do it for them. Yes. Like, I love it. So, so comment so. on the podcast. <laughs> yes. And we'll want questions. <laughs> Because I truly enjoy, I enjoy the 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 rabbit holes they make. They and y'all, them. she really does. Because <laughs> I will send her some of the most <laughs> random shit. Do you know what I heard on TikTok? What did you think? Y'all have only had a TikTok account for like three weeks or something. <laughs> she sucked me into a rabbit hole right before they ban it. Yep. So that's all I want to do. I just want to share. I hope they don't ban it. I just want to share my information. So part of so before we recorded, let me let me preface this. Last night I did a meditation um, on automatic writing, and usually I can't automate. I like I really struggle with that. But this meditation was really good, and it leads you into small meditation, and then you write down this sentence of confirmation to the universe that they'll give you the information you need, and then you just start writing. And I'm writing, and I'm. My brain is going, oh my God, you're writing this, but you're not thinking it. Like, I was writing sentences, but you know when you write and you're thinking about something? Yeah, we know. Yeah, we do. But I wasn't. Like, this is new to me. This is not, this is not something I do, y'all. So I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. Like, the whole time I'm writing, oh my God, I don't even know what I'm writing. This is so neat. Like, I'm fascinated by the process, right? And then I read it this morning because I couldn't even really remember exactly what I wrote. But it was all about stop searching and trust yourself that you've gone through all these struggles so that you can share this information with people and to be the example. And you ha- you don't have to keep looking for external confirmations to stop fucking looking for external confirmation and just trust yourself. So I was like, huh, it's very that's interesting. exactly what we're saying. I know. There's your confirmation. I know, but I don't know how to do it. It's fine. <laughs> You do know what you do. What we're gonna do is we're gonna you know we're gonna have- track all this on the podcast and we'll see where I am next year and what has happened. You know what you have to do? <laughs> Stop trying. But you know what though? Nothing. But you know I have a thought. We we joke or I joke all the time that we're going viral, but we don't wanna go viral because we wanna go viral to be rich. We wanna go viral because we wanna help, help people. people. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, some Sometimes I think, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. That sounds so bad. But I'm not looking to be an internet sensation. Right. I'm looking to meet the masses. 
mm-hmm. at, which is what you're looking to do mm-hmm. and Nikki's looking mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we, can, we can only help so many people sitting in this little studio. Right. And that's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just interesting because it's like, okay, I went through all this for what? I want to share. Like, I've always been told you should write a book. That's, I think that's above my realm of expertise, but. Just have somebody ghostwrite it. I don't know, but I don't even know how to start with that. But anyway, this is besides the point. So this is my book. The podcast is my book. <laughs> I'm writing a book. You're writing a real book. This is the three of us. This is our book. Well, exactly. I'm, our I'm, book. I'm writing a book that's sitting with only an intro written. No. It will that's come okay. when it comes. Mm-hmm. But it talks about joy in the mundane. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, yeah, you should. I've already, I've said, I've told Eric that I'm here to learn something from you because your son is in Libra and all my problems are in Libra. So there's something. And it's all about joy in the mundane. So there we go. Oh. <laughs> and he, you don't need to know what it is that you're here to learn. From. Yes, I do. No. <laughs> <laughs> you just, just, just hang out. She doesn't like, understand that need. <laughs> I get it, and I get it. <laughs> Nikki doesn't, but I do. It's so crazy, though. There are so many things that you and I are, will be aligned on that she doesn't understand, and then she and I will be aligned that y'all don't understand. But I don't see too much where y'all are aligned that I'm out on the outside. I haven't figured it out no. yet. Except when I get upset with somebody, and then you'll be like, you're just taking it wrong. Right. Right? You're just taking it wrong. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this episode, I do believe. Until next time. Bye. Hey there, Celestial Compass listeners. We hope you're enjoying our podcast. If you are, please give us a rating review as it helps us reach a larger audience. Also, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Celestial Compass Podcast. And if you'd like to work with one of us, go to celestial-compass.com. And as always, thank you all for your support. Bye.